ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Wednesday, July 12th. Your drive begins now right here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got a busy show today. Mere seconds before I hit the airwave, I reconfirmed everything. We have got two Marshall baseball players to talk to today, and we're going to hear from Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds in a little bit as well. We're going to first speak with Patrick Copen. Marshall Jr., right-handed pitcher, drafted in the seventh round, picked number 220 by the L.A. Dodgers. So he's going to come on the program here in the next few minutes. And we're going to talk to him about the excitement of being drafted and getting to go be a Dodger. So that's going to be fun. And as I mentioned, Eden Douglas is going to join us from the Charleston Dirty Birds as uh, more baseball action continues in the capital city. She's got a few things she wants to talk to us about. Uh, Redneck Night is coming up. I don't know if you're a big fan of that. That seems to be a really popular promotion. Pepperoni Rolls, that promotion's coming up as well. So we'll catch up with her. And then in the uh, latter half of the show, we have got Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson. He was drafted in the 15th round. He was picked 461 by the San Diego Padres. So he's going to be with us about 5.45. So we're going to have a really jam-packed show today, and we're going to get it all in. And while we're doing that, I'll take your texts. I'll get those in as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So that's what we've got to look forward to today on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Did you kick back yesterday? Did you watch the All-Star game? Hey, it was actually a pretty good All-Star game. National League won it 3-2. First National League win since 2012. I'm a National League guy, obviously. So I was happy to see that. I like it when it's close and competitive. How about that? And you get a two-run homer in the eighth inning from the Rockies' Elias Diaz. That was the winner right there. So he's named the game MVP. How about that? Exciting right down to the very end. So hopefully we can get more all-star games like that. Keep fans a little bit more interested. Back to baseball tonight. Not for Major League Baseball, but back to baseball tonight in the capital city. And we'll talk a little bit about that with Eden Douglas from the Dirty Birds in a few minutes. But yesterday, Gastonia beat Charleston 5-3. to The teams are meeting again tonight. That's 635 at Gomart Ballpark. And keeping with baseball for just a minute, and I'm, I have mixed feelings on this. Baseball commissioner Rob Manfred recently saying no intention of altering Pete Rose's lifetime ban from baseball. Said the sports commercial deals with gambling companies have no impact on the status of his application. Now, Rose did apply for reinstatement in 1997. He met with Commissioner Bud Selig in 2002. Selig never ruled on the application. Manfred succeeded Selig in 2005, and I don't think he's going to go against Selig. So he rejected the application and has no intention. Now, I think this sends mixed signals a little bit because, again, baseball's now in bed. There are deals with gambling companies. So it seems a little disingenuous to me that we're suspending a player, lifetime ban, 
Now, unless you can absolutely prove and say, look, he bet on the Reds and he altered the outcome, if he had that kind of impact, I would understand this completely. But here's a man who gambled, and yes, it is a violation of the rules, but I think at this point, wouldn't it be a good thing to maybe try to bring him back in the fold a little bit? Let's celebrate one of the all-time greats instead of having him be more of a pariah, maybe. I'm a Pete Rose fan. I grew up being a Pete Rose fan, so I'm a little biased. But I, I want to see Pete Rose. I don't want to see him end up being just something what we talk about in history books, but really never uttering his name in public, not having him in the Hall of Fame, not having him back in baseball in some sort of capacity here. I mean, for me, growing up, during the big red machine era, I mean, Pete Rose was a big deal. Johnny Bench was a big deal. A lot of those Cincinnati Reds players, big deals to me. So Pete Rose, absolutely one of those players that I would love to see maybe rehabilitated because while he did violate rule number one, I think we're in that time frame now where gambling is a part of modern sports and it's a part of baseball. And I think you could maybe – bridge the gap a little bit more, bring him back into the fold a little bit. I would like to see that. And of course, you can put conditions on this. Obviously, you want to put conditions on this. But you're in the bed with gambling companies, and so I think there should be a little bit room to maybe come down from that stance just a little bit. But that was uh, Rob Manfred saying that no intention of altering Pete Rose's lifetime ban from baseball. Our text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Looking forward to hearing from you. We're going to talk a little baseball today. We're going to talk a lot of baseball, actually. And a great thing about what we're going to talk about today is, and of course Marshall's included in this number, second straight season, the Sun Belt looking really good in the draft. Now, four baseball programs to the NCAA baseball regionals, and then that, again, that second straight season. Baseball is looking really good in the Sun Belt here, and it's been strong for a while. The Sun Belt had 20 players selected in the draft, 20 selections. The Sun Belt now all-time tally, 834 picks over the three-day affair, and one of those picks is joining us here in the next few minutes. Marshall Jr. right-handed pitcher Patrick Copen selected in the seventh round. L.A. Dodgers pick him up. We'll talk to him when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Still to come, we're going to be speaking with Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds. Get an update on what's happening with Charleston's minor league baseball team. And we'll be speaking with Zach Atkinson. He was selected in the 15th round of the Major League Baseball first-year players draft. He's going to be joining us here at about 545, but first up. First Marshall player selected this high since Corey Bird was taken with the 203rd selection in the seventh round of 2016. So it's been a while since we've had someone taken so high. And my guest, Patrick Hopin, he was picked in the seventh round at number 220 with the 
pick going to the L.A. Dodgers, and he now joins us on the program. Patrick, thanks for joining me today. Uh, how exciting was it when you heard your name and you finally saw that you have a spot with the L.A. Dodgers? It was overexciting. I, uh, you know, it's just such a surreal feeling right now. You know, all of the work that I've put in over the past years, you know, coming together and achieving one of my dreams is, you know, something that I can barely even put to words. Once you, you got over the initial excitement that a team had selected you. What were your feelings knowing that it was the Dodgers? Uh, did you have any uh, certain preferences, teams that you were hoping that would be interested in you? And if so, were the Dodgers one of those teams? To be completely honest, I really didn't have a preference. Uh, it, it's been my dream since I can remember to uh, play professional baseball. So any team that selected me, I was perfectly fine with. But obviously the Dodgers are historical for you know having really, really good pitchers, and their pitcher development is second to none. So you know, being in that program is something I think will really benefit me and develop me to be the best that I can be. Yeah, and that's the thing that excited me as well. So when I saw it was the Dodgers, you know, everything you just said, they're a traditional program, historic. They've got one of the best venues in baseball. Everybody knows the Dodgers. You grow up. You watch Dodgers baseball, so that had to be really exciting for you. And then what's been the, I guess, the process once they call your name and you're announced as belonging to the Dodgers in this, uh, in this draft? What's the process been like? What are, they, what are they doing? What are they saying? Walk us through that. Right, so I had a phone call with the area scout about, you know, what would be coming up, which is I'll be flying out to the training complex in Arizona on Sunday, and I will be signing my contract and run through physical testing. And after that, I'll be getting my development plan to you know, work up to you know, pitching in games or just finishing out the summer, focusing on uh, my own development. Pretty... Um... Pretty standard plan then as far as uh, they have a focus. They, they kind of pretty much uh, know what they want to do with you, and it, it sounds like that um, you know, you're landing in a really good spot. Right. Uh, they've done extensive research on you know, all the players that they scouted and you know, the things that they want to um, develop in me, they already know. So now it's just time to you know, give me that plan and you know, put my head down and start going to work. Did that fill you full of confidence knowing that, okay, they already have a game plan for me. It's not, hey, we're excited to have you, looking forward to having you. It's they were pretty focused when they talked to you. Right, absolutely. Um, that's extremely exciting to me. And, you know, to have that plan that is individualized and focused on, you know, me being the best pitcher that I can be is something that I'm really excited to, you know, get started on. Do you think that – Marshall's first year in the Sun Belt helped your prospects, your career, going to a, a league that's really good in baseball? Yes, I do. The, the Sun Belt is an extremely good baseball conference with extremely good competition. And you know, playing against you know, top-tier competition week in and week out definitely uh, helps in my case. You think you and, – and to be honest, I don't want to pick on – 
previous leagues, but do you think you might have not had the same opportunity of seeing high-level competition, maybe even being picked so high if you were in Conference USA? you think it was that drastic of a change? Um, I don't really think so. Uh, this, the Sun Belt is, was better than Conference USA this year from a, you know, organizational standpoint, but, you know, there are good teams in the Sun Belt just as there are good teams in Conference USA as well as good players individually. My guest selected by the Los Angeles Dodgers with the 220th pick of the seventh round on Monday in the Major League Baseball draft is Marshall Jr. right-handed pitcher Patrick Copen. So he'll be heading out to Arizona soon. So how excited has your family and friends been? I, I know getting drafted, that's a pretty big deal. And on top of that, going to be a Dodger. You know, what's the what's what's been the response from the family and friends? Yeah, you know, how many people have just been bombarding your phone? Uh, my family and friends are extremely proud. You know, my family has supported me through absolutely everything that they could have. They've done everything that they could have for me, more than I even know. So I'm extremely proud and grateful of them, and uh, they're extremely proud of me. So I'm just uh, extremely grateful to be able to you know, make them proud and uh, achieve my dreams. Any preference from them as well? Were they like, yeah, Dodgers, or like, ah, oh, yeah, could have been somebody else. Yeah, any preference? Because you get, you want to play baseball. Yeah, be deep down. We all have our favorites. Um, from a overall standpoint, I don't think my family had any preferences. I know there are a few members of my family who wanted me to stay closer, but overall, I think they were just extremely excited that I have the opportunity to play professional baseball. And the fact that you also were picked pretty high, Marshall University hasn't had a, a player drafted that high since 2016. So yeah, you're happy just to be drafted, but does it feel good to know that you know, this might be the start of a trend here to see more and more players come out from Marshall? I mean, we had two players selected. That's a pretty big deal. Right, absolutely. I think the coaching staff and the players at Marshall – are taking the program and putting it on an upward path along with the you know, brand-new stadium being built, I think that you're going to see a lot more exciting things for Marshall in these coming years, and I'm excited to be you know, a part of it. With Coach Beals uh, in his first season, what did he bring to the table that maybe helped you uh, right away and continues to help you? Well, he brings a lot of experience to the baseball field, and – you know, his big focus is you know, being a brotherhood and playing on the field as one. So I think that mindset and, you know, that coaching mindset kind of uh, resonated with the players a lot and um, increased our work, work ethic to you know, kind of set us up to be extremely successful in these coming years. And on top of that, of course, you know, it's it's great that you get to represent Marshall, but you're also an in-state product. So I'm sure there are a lot of people that are excited that maybe aren't just Marshall baseball fans, but just fans of baseball in the state of West Virginia, hoping that, again, this is going to be the start of more and more players being discovered in-state. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm excited to be a part of that, and 
I'm excited to see other products of you know West Virginia baseball teams uh, get drafted and you know achieve their dreams of you know becoming professional athletes. My guest selected in the seventh round of the Major League Baseball first year players draft to the Los Angeles Dodgers is Marshall Jr. right-handed pitcher Patrick Copen. He is going to be a Dodger hopefully for life and. Uh, you're going to get to live out on the, the West Coast uh, for a good portion of the of the season. And uh, I couldn't think of a, maybe a, a better team. If, if you're going to get selected, you probably want to get selected by one of the big traditional historic baseball teams. I know you would have taken anywhere, but uh, are you ready for that uh, that California lifestyle once you get out there? Um, you know, I'm not really entirely sure what I'm getting into, but – you know, anything that comes comes my way, um, you know, I'll attack it head on and just, you know, keep working to you know, achieve my dream of becoming a Major League Baseball player. Well, it sounds like you've got everything situated right where you want it to be. Uh, I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you got to go experience everything you've done so far, and it sounds like you're going to be really on the right path and I'm just I'm excited for you. I'm excited for a lot of reasons and just everything that's been happening with Marshall baseball that's been moving forward and and hopefully you get to come back now in a few years. Obviously, new baseball park, you get to be one of those, hey, here's the reason why we got this thing finally taken care of. Uh, that's probably you know something not even in the back of your mind, but Hey, you get to look forward to that. You get to come back here in a few years, and you know they're going to be Marshall players looking up to you now. Right, absolutely. Uh, one of my goals is to you know inspire those future players and um, you know help the community out and come back and you know obviously watch some baseball games on that brand new stadium and you know cheer on the Thundering Herd. Congratulations, Patrick. This this is really exciting, and uh, I'm. Not a Dodgers fan, but now I am. So I'm sure you've converted a lot of people over to being Dodgers fans, and hopefully you're going to be with them for many years to come. And I'm looking forward to uh, tuning in and uh, watching a a late-night game uh, here on the East Coast and you on the mound one day. Thank you, sir. I very much appreciate that. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for joining us today. That is Patrick Copen. He was drafted in the seventh round by the L.A. Dodgers, pick number 220. So, Exciting times for Marshall baseball. Coming up later, we're going to be speaking with Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson. He was number 461, 15th round, San Diego Padres. So looking forward to talking to him as well. When we continue, Eden Douglas is going to join us from the Charleston Dirty Birds. She's going to get us updated on everything. Redneck Night is coming up. She'll tell us more about that when we continue on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue on with this Wednesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 with Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds. She's ready to tell us about everything you need to know. And when we were talking about what we're going to talk about today earlier, the only thing she said Redneck night and pepperoni rolls, and you know what? That sounds like a promotion and a half right there. It definitely does, and that is the entire weekend here. (laughs) So redneck night, 
your biggest promotion or close to it, at least it's one of the most popular, right? Yeah. So we actually used to do it, um, a while back and we did it every year. It was a staple. We won a, uh, is when we were an affiliated ball and we had won a golden bobblehead for it because of it. Um, the last two years where we were like transitioning into the league and the, the new team name, we kind of haven't done any like true team nights. So I said, you know what, the one thing I want to bring back, and it is a fan favorite, is Redneck Night. So we brought it back, and it's actually turning into a lot more fun than what I initially anticipated. Um, we're going to be, have a trucker hat giveaway, um, so that'll happen. We are going to have a mechanical bull, so there'll be bull riding that'll happen. We're going to have, um, this is going to sound strange, but it's actually going to be really funny. Um, we have porta potties coming that we are going to set up against the bleachers, and they won't have the doors. They will not be operational, but it is funny because we'll have the porta potties, and you'll be able to sit in the porta potties and watch the game if you choose to add a little bit, bit of value to Redneck Night. Okay, and that's going to be a premium ticket, right, for for those seats? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. I just hope everyone understands that they can't use them. They're not functional. <laughs> They're just there for, for viewing purposes only. Now, i got to walk you back a second. You said a mechanical bull, right? This is redneck night. This is an urban cowboy night, right? Yep. We're going to have a mechanical bull. Um, we have a really good partnership with Quantum Sports, and they have one. So they're going to bring one, and I intend on doing a half-inning break on the mechanical bull. I was going to ask. I was going to ask. You're doing you're – doing, <laughs> will there be video and – when will it be posted? Oh, yeah. So I do, um, and like the second inning, I always do like an in-stadium coming up, just to let people here know what we're going to do. So I said that my in-stadium coming up on Friday night was going to be on that mechanical bull. So I'll be sure to share the video. Okay. Are are they going to ramp it up full speed, or are they going to – how – have you talked to them, or you're, you're just going in, un, unknown? I'm just going in. I'm just going in unknown. We'll see how it goes. I've never done that before either, so this, it probably won't be the best. Okay, probably not wise to have players on there as well, right? No, but I probably can get a few of them to do it. Okay. Aiden Douglas is with us. Yep. So Redneck Night is going to be a big deal. Those uh, those porta potty seats are going to be fantastic. The, the bull as well. And, again, it's Redneck Night. It's not Urban Cowboy Night. I guess the two do cross over. And then we're going to get our West Virginia really on with the pepperoni rolls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we um, the guys are going to take the field in on-field jerseys and hats that are pepperoni rolls. Um, we're hosting a pepperoni roll festival and contest at 3 o'clock prior to the game. Um, and then the jerseys are available for auction on our, the Live Source app, and all proceeds benefit Goodwill of Canal Valley, and those are already live, so, so fans have an opportunity to get those. Um, we're selling hats in the team store, and those are available now. Um, there's a lot of people excited about pepperoni rolls. It's going to be a big day. I think you know where I'm going with this next question regarding the pepperoni roll and the toast man. Will there be pepperoni rolls flying from the toast man? I don't know what he has planned. He has not talked about it. Under wraps. Okay, that's fine. Adds to the mystery of yeah. this. Yeah, he has not said anything, so it should be interesting. But it's definitely going to be fun. Then we have fireworks that night as well. Um, so this weekend is just crazy. I mean, Sunday is one of our Little League Sundays. There's a couple Little Leagues that are coming and get to play on the field before the game. And then that Monday, 
morning, we, the team, and a few of our front office members are flying to Savannah because we are playing the Savannah Bananas in Savannah on Monday night. So that'll be that'll definitely be fun. And then we're right back here on Tuesday, back in Charleston, playing again. Okay, so just to remind people, the Bananas played earlier in Charleston. This is sort of the you're playing them back there. Uh, did we mention, did we talk about how many times this is going to happen? This is going to be a trilogy, right? Or is it just the two the two series? Well, we've talked about it, um, but we're going to go down there on Monday to complete that three-game series. So okay. right, now it's, right now it's split. So we'll see on Monday who comes out on top. Okay, so this is just a one game. You're going down, you know, taking them on one game. Yeah, just one game because um, the way our schedule is is Mondays are off days. So we play here in Charleston on Sunday. We're flying down Monday. We'll play Monday night, and we will fly right back to Charleston Tuesday morning for our game Tuesday night here at the ballpark. So um, we only got time for one game. Eden Douglas is with us with the Charleston Dirty Birds. Redneck Night is coming up. Pepperoni Rolls. Toastman may be throwing pepperoni rolls. We don't know. Eden's going to be on a mechanical bull. That's going to be fun. And after all of this, you mentioned to me the keep an eye out on some stuff that was going to be happening soon. So you sent the release out today. We're looking a little forward ahead, but there's going to be some special things that uh, were announced today in conjunction with what the city of Charleston does uh, with Multicultural Fest. Yeah, and the Dirty Birds are getting involved with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, we partnered with MultiFest this year to extend it an extra day. Um, so our African American Heritage Night is a part of MultiFest this year, um, which we're really excited about. And that's always a good night because uh, we give away books thanks to the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. So we're giving away like 450 books this year. Um, we are... Uh, giving away lunch vouchers or food vouchers so kids I believe it's like 14 and under who come in get free food um, so it, there's a lot of a lot of good things we've got fiction coming to perform who was the winner of season 10 so you think you can dance um, so that night's going to be really fun but before that next Thursday um, we are having our very first day of women making a difference night um, so that, that's actually going to be announced tomorrow, but you got some first insight on that, but we are hosting a women making a difference night next Thursday. Um, and we're inviting all women, um, who are leaders who make a difference and anyone who, and everyone who wants to participate in the pregame parade is more than welcome. So that'll happen next Thursday. So we've got that happening with the city of Charleston because Kathy Rubio, who sits on city council is um, kind of running the show with Toastman on that one. And then African American Heritage Night. But then tomorrow, too, tomorrow's Dollar Beer Night, and everyone loves that. But we're also announcing the lineup for our music festival that we're hosting here. So this month of July and that first time of August is just fully packed, packed here. All right, do I get a sneak peek, at least one, one act? That you can tell me? Or you're going to make me wait, aren't you? Um, I can give you a hint. One act is um, there's a West Virginia connection. I will say that. Okay. A West Virginia connection. All right. I... There, so that that's for – there is another West Virginia connection in the lineup. So we'll just say that there there is a, a state connection there. There is a state connection there. Okay. 
I will press you further, but you're going to tell me no, so I won't do that. Okay, I could throw guesses. You're not going to acknowledge any of them. I'll just have to go through my Rolodex of West Virginia performers. Um, yeah. Okay. And we're announcing we're announcing it in game. So if you're not at the game tomorrow, you won't find out before anyone else does. So the people at the game will know firsthand. So we encourage everyone to come to the game. Eden Douglas is with us with the Charleston Dirty Birds. Don't forget, Redneck Night's going to be big. Pepperoni rolls are going to be huge. She's going to be on a mechanical bull, so we hope she doesn't get injured and can't make her obligation to next week's show. So I'll be hoping that there's no injuries that we've got to talk about next week. And, of course, with the Dirty Birds, if you want more information, uh, you can go to the website, get tickets. Second half of the season, it doesn't feel like we we had a first half, and here we are already in the second half. Yeah, that first half flew by, but I tell you what, this uh, the second half just started, but I we have the, some of the same guys, majority of the same guys, but they look like a whole new team. So this second half should be really good. Looking forward to it, Eden. Thanks for doing this. I know you got to get because after all, you get baseball coming up in less than an hour at the ballpark. So have fun, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, as always. That's Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds. More coming up, including Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson. He was drafted in round 15, picked 461 by the San Diego Padres. He joins us next on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Wednesday edition of The Drive for July 12th. It's been a fun day of baseball so far, and we get to round it up now with the 461st pick in the Major League Baseball first-year player draft. Drafted in round 15, Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson joins us now on the program. You get to go to be a San Diego Padre now. That's in your future. How are you feeling about that? I mean... I'm excited. That's the simple answer. I mean, there's a lot of emotions going on, obviously some nerves, but at the end of the day, like this is everything I've dreamed of since I was a little kid. So I'm just excited to get to work. Were, were there teams that you were hoping to hear from going through this process? And was San Diego one of those organizations you wanted to hear from? Yeah, no, San Diego, um, I mean, there were there were a couple teams um, throughout the process that I definitely had my eyes on, um, but if I'm being honest, San Diego was they were definitely at the top of that list. Um, they'd kind of been on me from the jump, like you know they'd expressed their interest. Um, I was talking with their area scout, um, Danny Sater. Um, he was really high on me, um, believed in me from the jump. The moment I had an interview, I had a little uh, like pre-draft interview with him um, in the fall. And, you know, I, I thought it was a perfect match, honestly. Like, they're known for having bigger prospects. Um, like, in that interview, they said that, you know, when they look at their prospects and other prospects, like, they look for the big physical guys. And being 6'4", 225, like, I fit that build. And, you know, I, I thought it was a good fit. So, that was definitely the team I was looking for. So you get to go to what's pretty much the best fit for you. Zach Atkinson's with us. He was drafted in round 15 by the San Diego Padres. So what have the conversations been like since, and what's the game plan for you? So, um, you know, as of right now, um, I'm back home in Texas. 
um, just kind of getting everything situated. They've already sent me an information packet um, with details um, as we move further in the, the process, but I'll be flying out to Arizona on Sunday. Um, and when I get there, I'll be doing my physical and signing the contract. And then from there, they're, they said that they were going to help me uh, build a game plan and hoping to throw some innings this year. How exciting is it not only getting selected, going to a team that you, you really hold in high regard, but also knowing that for the first time in several years, since 2013, Marshall had two players selected in the draft, and you're one of them. I mean, it's huge, honestly. Like, words can't really describe it. Like, it's a cool feeling. You know, Marshall, it, it's it's a smaller school. It's not talked about much. And, you know, part of that is just due to the lack of success we've had in recent years. But the program's headed on the right track. And I think this is the first sign of that. I mean, to have not just one, but two guys go in the top 15 rounds, like, that's a big deal. Like, there were other teams in the Sun Belt that didn't have any guys get drafted. So it, it's definitely a big deal in my eyes, and it feels good to be maybe that uh, that first step in the right direction for the program. Um, but also adding to that, um, to have it be um, the other person be Pat, I, I thought was really cool as well. You know, we, we both came in the same year. We were in the same dorm as freshmen, and, like, it's really cool to see the uh, growth that we've had over the past two, three years. Cause you know, he came in um, obviously big, like six, six tall, lanky, but he was underweight and I came in and I was overweight. So we both had different paths and it was really cool to see how hard we worked and to get the results that we inevitably got here in the end. So it's really cool. Did the transition over to the Sun Belt help your prospects and maybe help your development? You know, I think Conference USA was a it was a great conference. Like I think that the competitiveness that we had in the first two years set us up for this, you know, transition to the Sun Belt because it's just as competitive, if not more competitive. Um, and so I think that helped. And I think you know, I think there were twenty guys that got drafted this year from the Sun Belt. So myself and Pat, you know, we had 18 other guys that were getting just as many looks and we faced, you know, we faced them. So getting to go head to head with those guys, whether it was in a pitcher's duel or if it was going up against a hitter in the batter's box, you know, getting those looks definitely helped us. And so, you know, joining the Sun Belt definitely played a role in that. New coach comes in, transition over to a new league. A lot of things are happening in the right direction now for Marshall. How important with uh, with one season under his belt now, how important was uh, Greg Beals and uh, helping you get to this point? Well, you know, I, I think it really just came like family. Like, you know, the toxicity amongst the team was at a minimum. Like, he held things together. He held the fort down, which is what a coach is supposed to do. I mean, he's the – the lead block, like he's the leading block um, down the list of people um, that have to be leaders. 
um, what from him to the upperclassmen, setting an example for the underclassmen. And he did a really good job of that. You know, there were a lot of times this year where he could have just, you know, absolutely lost it and just gotten extremely frustrated with us. But, you know, he made sure to keep us together. He always tried to keep us in like high spirits, high hopes. Um, you know, so I think bringing that positivity was huge. Um, and, you know, it, it helped me as a player. You know, I, I didn't allow myself to get down. Um, just because, you know, it, we feed off of each other. So if one person's acting negatively, it's just a chain reaction. So he did a really good job of, you know, keeping that negativity to a minimum. And so I credit him for that. And with everything that's happening now, we actually can go out and I've, I've been there. I've actually walked on the property to see where the baseball park is actually being built. You know, how does it feel to know that, you're a big part of that, that finally Marshall baseball is on the right path and you are here, you know, probably maybe for the rebirth. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's really cool. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's something that the people, um, not just the players of hunting, like everybody's been waiting for this. I mean, it, it's a huge step in the right direction, like I mentioned earlier, and I think this is only going to help Marshall baseball. And so to be a part of it, even from the jump, you know, when I came in my freshman year, there were talks about, you know, the 2020 class being the first class to play on that field. Obviously COVID happened, things went sideways, but, you know, to be here through that process, to see them finally break ground, to finally see that progress, you know, it, it was, it was a great experience. And, you know, I, I'm very proud and happy to be a part of that. How excited do you think you will be here in the next few years as uh, your career picks up and you know, you're going to be one day starting for the San Diego Padres and a lot of Marshall players are going to be looking up to you and then maybe you'll have an opportunity to come back home to Huntington, Marshall, you know, for your, your extended family, your second family, and just to know that you're going to be able to come back and people are going to look up to you and hope that there may be the next Zach Atkinson? I mean, you know, it's extremely exciting. Yeah. Um, once again, it's what I've worked for. And, you know, these next couple of years, the grind is, I mean, it's going to be even more than it has been in these next, like in the previous years that I've had at Marshall. Um, it's just the beginning. And I know that. I know that if I've been working 110%, I need to be working 150%. Because um, if I want to make it to, the ultimate, you know, the lead, the big, the big show. If I want to make it to the actual San Diego Padres, I'm going to have to work my tail off and there's going to be a lot of, you know, stress, a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that go into it. And so, but all of that's exciting because, you know, it's, it's part of the job. It's what I signed up for. And so I'm ready for it, but to come back to Marshall, if I, you know, am fortunate enough to make it to the Padres, make it to that level like I'm hoping to do to come back and you know potentially be an example to kind of show kids that come to Marshall that you know even though it's a smaller school it's 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 growing and to see a success story I, I know that's huge for the program not just baseball but for Marshall in general my guest is Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson okay I'm gonna put you on the spot here I didn't put Patrick on the spot so you know maybe I didn't think he could handle it but what's what's it gonna be like 
that day where the Padres are playing the Dodgers. <laughs> Padres are playing you know, the Dodgers, right? And you know where I'm going with this. Absolutely. I know where you're going with it. And it, it was kind of one of the first things I actually thought about when it happened, you know, going from teammates to rivals, you know. And I think me and Pat both got what it takes to make it to that, you know, top level. And so when that day comes down the road, you know, you know, I love the guy. We've been teammates for the past three years, but gonna gonna have to show him how the Padres do it. So it's as simple as that. See, I didn't think he could handle that question. That's why I saved it for you, Zach. I didn't know if Patrick could <laughs> could, could handle that responsibility of knowing that one day the Dodgers will play the Padres, and it might be Atkinson versus Copen. It might be Zach versus Patrick, and. Do you have enough swag to basically say, look, put me in rotation where I'm going up against him? I mean, will you call that shot? Hey, if, if the time comes, you know, at that point, I, I've made it to the majors. I, I've done my work, you know. Hopefully I've got some respect within the organization at that point. And if Pat's on the other end of that, if he if I see him on the rotation on the second game of the series, then, you know, I might be like, hey, slide me up a slot. Or you know, hey, let me move, move, move me down. I think it'd be really cool to go up against him uh, at that next level. So I, I definitely, if I can do it, I'll definitely try to. <laughs> have you been um, have you been trading uh, texts, phone calls with him, comparing experiences? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I've been I've been talking to him, congratulated him. I mean, seventh round is no joke. And once again, like I, I've seen him from the start when he was super skinny, and he's filled out his frame, added a ton of velo and the stuff is only going to get better once he gets to the Dodgers and uh, we're both going to the West coast. And so we're going to have to show him how the Huntington boys do it down there in the West coast. And so me and him have stayed in contact and we already told each other that we were going to stay in contact through this whole process. And, you know, I, I think there's, there's a possibility. I don't know that I'm just, I'm just kind of putting this out there, but he could potentially end up in Arizona as well. And, we could potentially go face-to-face down there, depending on if the Dodgers want him to play this year. Um, but, yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to stay in contact, especially since we're both going to be down there on that West Coast. I think he mentioned earlier he was going to Arizona. So you might yeah, see well, there we go. You might see him real soon. <laughs> I already saw the schedule for the, uh, the Padres-Arizona League team. We do play the Dodgers, so – might be facing them down there pretty soon. Okay, we might see the first of many matchups between uh, Patrick and this could be, you know, we're not even going to, you know, it's not going to be Atkinson versus Kobe. It's going to be Patrick versus Zach, and we'll all know what that means. Yeah, absolutely. First names only. That's going to be, it's like, yeah, Zach versus Pat. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Congratulations. This is a huge honor. This is uh, amazing. And really, it's hard work that got you here. It's not someone just handing this to you. It's hard work. So congratulations on all of that. Thank you. I really appreciate those words. And hopefully we'll get you back soon. As I told Pat, hopefully here I have to deal with a lot of different middlemen now because you're going to become so successful. they got to go through your people to get you next time I want to talk to you. Well, you know, you go through those people, and I'll make sure that I get back on this uh, radio station. Let's do it. Zach, thanks, and congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. That is Marshall pitcher Zach Atkinson. 15th round, San Diego Padres. We're all hoping for it now. We want it to happen. It's going to be 
Patrick Copen versus Zach Atkinson sometime down the line, the first of many. And it sounds like when those two meet up in the rotation, there might be some finagling just to make sure that it's actually Patrick versus Zach. I hope that's the case. That would be great, not only for Marshall Baseball, but for two teammates to uh, definitely go out there and yeah, I think we'll see some really good baseball from these two. So congratulations to both of them. I appreciate Zach coming on with me today. I definitely appreciate Patrick coming on with me today. And, of course, uh, Eden Douglas from the Charleston Dirty Birds. I appreciate her joining me today on the program. Fun day. We've had fun. And we'll be back with you tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As we're getting closer to the weekend, and as someone told me, we're getting closer to football season. I can't believe that, that we're finally there. And we got a couple of cool things to tell you about tomorrow. I'm going to save those for tomorrow. i got a couple of things. We're going to be – I'll give you a hint. We're going to be carrying some ball games real soon that I think you might want to tune into. I'll just give you that hint. You can, you can speculate. It's coming up soon, and we're going to carry these games. So I'll, I'll leave you on that. You can speculate all you want. You might figure it out tonight, what I'm talking about. But come back tomorrow. We'll tell you what we're going to be doing on these very radio airwaves here real soon. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I want to thank all my guests with me today. Patrick Copen, picked by the L.A. Dodgers. Zach Atkinson, picked by the San Diego Padres. And Eden Douglas controlling the show up in Charleston for the Dirty Birds. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.